Going on, geeks. You're listening to episode 198 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What's up? And Shelly Walter. Hello. Joe is a little under the weather, so hopefully he feels better. Yeah. And hopefully in the next podcast we have, uh, he'll be able to talk a little bit about Stadia. Yes. There'll be kind right. of a break between now and then uh with thanksgiving yeah because we yeah, all so, live in the states so we are having yes. thanksgiving off if that wasn't clear yeah uh you yeah you should you won't be spending time maybe on wednesday but we needed we need the week off for catch up on all the episodes you may have missed yeah and then just two weeks after that i believe will be our 200th episode oh my god yes hype that's crazy that's nuts well this week we're geeking out about disney plus it's basically the Disney podcast now with other stuff just kind of sprinkled in. <laughs> it's not on purpose, I promise. Uh, but Disney, if you do want to buy us, <laughs> we will think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, until then, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Brayman, Peter Tell, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose, and Unchained Spirits. Thank you so much for giving what you give. It really means a lot to us and uh, helps out the mission a ton. Um, yeah, thank you. I figured with Disney Plus coming out, we probably should just start with that. Oh, before we do that, I want to talk about Consplosion. I got to speak yes. at a con recently, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was yesterday as of recording this, and... It's a very small con, so the numbers, I'll throw those out there, but it was like eight people. But they said that 15 is a really good turnout for a Sunday uh, panel. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a decent turnout, and I didn't think I would get anybody because it was so small. Mm. So that was really nice. I talked about what the church could learn from pop culture convention, and they gave you the short of it, um, sharing fandom. Uh, embracing the different and um, unconditional love. Cool. Um, and so I just kind of use the examples of how that's shown in convention culture uh, as catalyst of how we should maybe, how we could kind of emulate that and it would actually be a positive thing for the church. They're all, you know, Christian principles. Right. Sharing the fandom, I should probably explain sharing the fandom, meaning like spread the gospel is kind of how I right. threw that in there. Because you can be a geek for Jesus. Actually, that's yeah. how it should be. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so it was a ton of fun. Um, got to meet some cool people. And, yeah, maybe I'll do some more of those. It was the first actual panel that I've ever spoken at. Uh, and I was really nervous. I didn't think that I would – I thought I would did it way too fast. But the timing, actually, I planned it for about half an hour. And it ended up being a half hour plus Q&A at the end oh, um, cool. for an hour panel. So, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. Had a lot of fun. Awesome. We can get into Disney Plus now, though. Let's start – I'm trying to keep this as organized as possible because we're messing up. For those who listen, long-time listeners, you know, completely messing up the, the schedule tonight. Yeah. Um, today, what movies are you guys watching on Disney Plus? Or have you watched a movie on Disney Plus? Um, yes. Go ahead, Shelly. Well, okay. I've watched part of two movies. So, <laughs> okay. kind of. But I think I counts. But you didn't finish either of them? No. 
Um, okay. <laughs> it wasn't okay. So I was watching one of my friends watch Endgame because it was his first time watching because he waited until Disney Plus came out to watch it, which is like a long a time to wait. Um, has he been pl- has he been planning that since Endgame? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Ever since Disney Plus was announced and then Endgame came out, he's like, I'm just gonna wait, and he did. Saves a lot of money. All right. That way. <laughs> yeah, it worked um, out. Yeah, it, yeah, it was still fun. So, but I've seen that movie a couple times anyway, so that wasn't necessarily new. Um, I watched maybe like the first half of the Aristocats. Oh, cool! That's an old school Speaking one. Speaking of cats, my cat won't yeah. shut up. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it's a that's a movie I used to watch a lot when I was like a little kid, but I don't. Mm-hmm remember barely like any of it i was i was so young i was young enough that i don't remember much um but i just remembered that i watched it a lot and so i'm like maybe i'll watch it and and see how much i remember and i definitely don't remember that much um so i don't know how i remember like watching the movie so much but either way i remember like when they met um o'malley o'malley sorry o'malley i think it's o'malley not o'malley Mm -hmm. um and it was just getting late that's why i never finished it but um, it was really interesting for me to see the animation style um, because I'm used to, I mean, I've seen old movies like The Aristocats before, obviously, um, with that animation style, but I'm so used like to it being on, yeah, and hand draw, like, it's lovely, it's beautiful. I'm so used to seeing it on a VHS. I'm so used to the fuzziness that comes along with it okay yeah because like, seeing it in like even though it's not like widescreen seeing it in hd stuff like that is really cool like it was that's really... how it was for me when i was watching yeah. like gargoyles and like sword in the stone even because sword in the stone's even yeah. like older yeah mm-hmm. it was so strange like i could see all the lines lines i didn't <laughs> think existed you know like it was super <laughs> yeah. high definite kind of threw me off a little bit like not yeah. in a bad way but it was almost it was almost distracting for me because i maybe and maybe frames off I, I don't even know maybe it was just it was just like there's so I many like lines favorite, so i wonder yeah like just like it wasn't very super smooth i guess like with every mm-hmm. frame um which totally makes sense because again it's all hand-drawn like i don't blame anyone for that but I'm so used to like how animation is now, I guess, that yeah. I mm-hmm. that sort of old style. At least again in HD. If I was watching on VHS, I don't think I would notice because the fuzziness again like is comes along with it. But it's just like it was so right. defined, it was so clear hmm. that I could see everything, and it was crazy to me. So I'll have to watch like Snow White or Bambi, those really really yeah. old movies yeah. and see. Yeah, that's what I did with Sword in the Stone. It was interesting. Yeah, Sword in the Stone's old too. Yeah, Disney should remake that. That'd be awesome. That would be a good be cool. one for first person. If or sorry, live action first person. I'm not talking about video games. <laughs> Black Cauldron's on there too, and I uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. I kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. I always thought those were the same movie as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those are um, the only two movies I watched. I didn't even finish them because of uh, usually it was just too late. So that's all. Hmm. Cool. What'd you watch, LJ? Okay, so technically. I started watching these before Disney Plus came out, but they are okay. on Disney Plus. So just to just to kind of give everybody a heads up, everything I'm geeking out about this week has been all Star Wars. Yeah, I've been you were, I've been yeah. riding the that was with you this week. Yeah. Um, so I, I have the Blu-rays of of the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, and I have Force Awakens and like Rogue One on Blu-ray. 
Um, but so I started, I watched episode one and two. And mm-hmm. so those were fun to go back to. I hadn't seen those in a little while. Um, but they're on Disney Plus. And so I think every one of them, except The Last Jedi, because The Last Jedi is still on Netflix. Uh, I think it'll be on Disney Plus in December. Um, okay. But so I, I, it's cool because. Not that anyone wants to see that again, anyway. <laughs> right but i don't have to buy that movie now because originally i was going to be like heck i'll just buy it since i have all the movies anyway but yeah i don't have to i mean if something ever happens to disney plus or something ever happens to my subscription i'll end up buying it maybe but right for you now, may want to buy them we'll talk about that a little bit later yes mm-hmm. yeah so what's it yeah so it, it's just been fun to go back to those like i appreciate episode two a lot more because Anakin gets a lot of crap for kind of his whininess. And I'm like, well, we watched a Sith throw a temper tantrum. I don't in like seven. sand. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just one of those movies that I watched and there's just memes everywhere. I know. I, I follow <laughs> uh, the pre- prequel meme subreddit on yeah. Reddit. It's it's amazing. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. But I, I kind of have a greater appreciation for his character, especially after Kylo Ren became a thing. Yeah. So it's circle. kind of... They're unhinged. Anakin is kind of unhinged in similar ways. I feel like, mm-hmm. and okay. yes, still whiny, still yeah. But I, I kind of appreciate that movie a lot more. And episodes one, episode one visuals did not really age well, but that movie is just so nostalgic for me that I don't care. Like the pod race and duel of fates are like still two of my favorite moments in like movie history. I think. So. I loved the N64 pod racing game as a kid. Oh, that needs to be ported to Switch. That'd be amazing. I want a new one. Why not make... Yeah, a new one would make? be good. That yep. would be awesome. Yep. Um, new but, carts. Yeah, so... New pods. That's kind of what I watched as far as, like, Disney... Movies. Plus related stuff, yeah. And movies cool. in general. The only movie that we've watched so far has been Big Hero 6. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, that's another one I own. See, what's crazy is I own a pretty good amount of stuff. So on many of these movies. Uh, my my roommate, she was telling me how she bought it so much Marvel movies, so many Marvel yeah. movies. She like got all the like the Infinity Saga, and now she's like, "Well, didn't need to do this." Yeah, <laughs> like I own a couple of those, especially the Pixar ones, because I bought a bunch of them for my, for my nephew. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, I mean, I bought some of them for myself as well, but it's just one of those things where it's available just everywhere now so yeah i don't really need to touch the blu-rays for a while mm-hmm. yeah. big hero 6 is a lot of fun my wife has been wanting to watch it for a few weeks and i was like it's probably gonna be on disney plus mm-hmm. why don't we just wait they have uh, an animated so cartoon on, uh, that was on disney xd as well that's on there um, yeah i'm finding there are a lot of spinoff shows and i kind of knew that but mm-hmm. i didn't know, realize just how many how expansive yes. it is uh, yep and the sequels to all of the old movies yep like the disney classics the straight to dvd sequels yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at like Beauty and the Beast, Lilo and Stitch. I think I knew Lilo and Stitch. Um, they, oh man, Little that one Mermaid. Had, I had no idea the Little Mermaid had a sequel. Yep. It's all real weird. Uh, but Big Hero Six is an amazing movie. Yes. Uh, it's not very old, so it still holds up pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping my next one. I really like Lion King one and a half. So I've been wanting to revisit that, uh, but I don't remember Lion King 2 very well at all, so I feel like I should watch that one first. I remember liking Lion King 2 as well, but I don't know how well that one holds up. I've been told 
recently before disney plus came out that i had to watch it because it's so good two is, and, is uh, better than you'd expect because i think that one actually may have came out to theaters okay it may have i'm not for i'm not cool. certain on that one yeah, no. aladdin 2 is supposed to be really good as well as a sequel hmm. i don't know if that holds up or not but uh lion king one and a half if you've never heard of that i uh, love that one actually so good it is a it's riff tracks but it's Timon and Pumbaa riff tracking the movie. <laughs> that sounds and then great. they're also kind of like in every scene for the sake of storytelling um, of the movie. But yeah, they're just like in a theater talking about the movie and making fun of it as they go. So like a mystery of science theater, but like for Lion King and the yeah. people are doing it themselves. LJ, have you not seen it? Uh-uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's so funny. I, like the I very first thing that happens the, is yeah. them adding lyrics to the circle of life song mm-hmm. in the funny. very beginning it's like yeah them i just... remember the trailers i think uh whenever they first like revealed that and that was the funny thing about that I, I'll, I'll never forget this too disney really was kind of a like this disney plus thing is really a nostalgia factory um but my, my dad's we lived like out of town and we didn't have cable for a while and so we had one channel and it always showed this little like shopping network thing and it was literally like an antenna huh channel that we got um and so there's a joke in lion king one and a half where they accidentally switched to a shopping thing right and i thought that for real my tv had changed channels oh to this other thing but it was in the movie that's funny yeah if you like riff tracks lion king one and a half i wish they would have done that with more movies it's a lot of fun that's cool uh and that's all the movies that i i guess the only movie i saw i just kind of went on a rant uh but we can get into the tv He's probably been watching a lot of Disney Plus TV as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We'll go Shelly again. What have you been watching? I watched Mandalorian. I think we all oh. did. So I think we all did. Let's yeah. skip. Let's skip it, but let's go to that at the end. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Like, okay. I, I don't think I've watched any other shows yet. Um, okay. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, because we've definitely all seen that. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, LJ. Do you watch uh, anything else? Yes. So uh, first thing I watched, like the night of, like. I forgot what I was doing. I was playing a game like super late at night or something. And then I saw on Facebook, everybody's like, Disney Plus is live. And it wasn't supposed to be live until the next morning. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm downloading this right now. And then so I got it all hooked up on the PlayStation and everything, which Disney Plus has a PlayStation app, DC. Um, yeah. Punks. Um, but anyway. I keep getting this thing. This is a side rant too. <laughs> I keep getting this like thing from DC Universe. It's like, hey pitch your show and you could win whatever and it's like an unscripted show oh weird and i keep thinking like aren't you closing down soon yeah it's been confirmed but i'm pretty sure they're going to that hbo Ooh. max or plus or whatever it is it hasn't been alive for that long but it's just like it's weird that they're trying to sell me this thing that's like pitch an idea to us and you could make money yeah so but basically like they have an app day one on ps4 and that makes me happy because DC, I didn't watch much because they didn't have one on PS4. But anyway, right. so Gargoyles was the first thing I watched, and so that was cool. Uh, I started one wa- on Switch. They nope. could kill Netflix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I watched Gargoyles, and that was fun to go back to. That was an old show I watched back in the day uh, that I recommend if nobody has seen it. It's an animated cartoon about these gargoyles who, who get... I mean, gargoyles are already stoned technically, but what happens <laughs> is the, they're put on this spell to where they they fall they're like doomed to like sleep in their stone forms until 
the castle uh, raises over the sky or something like that. It's some excuse. And so this billionaire guy, he ends up finding them and purchasing them and taking them. And so they wake up whenever they get put on top of this corporate tower in New York. And so it's very cool, though. I like it. Um, it still holds up, I think. And then the other show, real quick, I started watching a few episodes of is Star Wars Rebels. Because I found out that Jedi Fallen Order, which I'll get into a little bit later, is directly connected to Star Wars Rebels. And, okay. so, and so I figured, like, I was eating lunch in between, like, sessions of the game, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch this while I eat real quick. And the first minute was, like, direct references to Fallen Order. And I was like, okay, I'm on board for this. Mm. And cool. uh, so that show is... Is your character in Fallen Order? Or it not, is your Fallen Order character in the other show? In Rebels? Rebels? As far as I know, no. Because he, he was introduced whenever they announced the game. Okay. And Because Rebels has been around for a couple years now. Uh, they actually... Yeah. Rebels, I think, lasted four seasons and it ended like last year or the year before. And it was on Disney XD. But I heard it got really good. Uh, Colby okay. specifically was the one talking about it. And I'm like, okay, I need to watch this. I watched the first one. Is that Clone... Clone Wars? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to watch that. And then I realized that the Jedis were the bad guys too. I <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> so... Like, the Jedis are not good people. That show gets really... Like, it, it takes a long time to get good. Like, Clone Wars, I mean. It takes like a season or two before it starts really getting good. So that's that one's more rough, I think, um, until the later seasons. But Rebels is pretty good right away because it takes place in that same timeline that Jedi Fallen Order does. Not that there's multiple timelines, but it's like directly after that. I feel like, based on what I know. So I, I like I said, I've been all all Star Wars all week. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. I have not. I'm trying to think, besides Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, I think that's the only show I've been watching. And cool. only for nostalgia purposes. I'm in, like, episode six, and I love that show. It's very kiddish. And uh, the acting, they definitely had to, like, grow up as kids a little bit. The one that plays, I can't remember their real names, um, but the one that plays Zack, definitely those first few episodes, it seems like he was told the line. And then it was action, and then they cut. And we're like, okay, good. <laughs> That's funny. If you were to give him a monologue at that age. But he had to have been, like, maybe eight or nine. They were young when, yeah. that, sh- yeah. when that show started. They would have had a monologue. He would have been in trouble. But I love that show. Super funny. Really good writing. Um, kids are adorable. It's a good time. I'm a I don't of- know if I've watched any other show. Oh, no. I did watch uh, the other original um jeff goldblum oh that's oh, right i keep forgetting I, about that i didn't watch it but my friend watched it and said he, he liked yeah it. it's i've only watched the first episode it's very interesting he uh is very much just jeff goldblum who's real different not in a bad way huh but just his mannerisms and the way that he talks is so different from anyone else i've ever watched or like interacted with in life I, f- I feel um, bad yeah, for that National Geographic section of Disney Plus because I'm like nobody's gonna watch this. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that whole National Geographic. Jeff Goldblum Geographic is National Geographic's uh, yeah. thing. Other than that, cool. nobody's probably gonna watch that whole section. 
Well, that's probably. You never know. People might get bored. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's talking about shoes and, like, the history of shoes. It, it just basically is his journey into learning more about something. Huh. Um, and I think that's really cool because you're getting to kind of experience it with him as he just decides, I want to know more about this ordinary thing. So I'm going to go learn. Cool. It's a lot of fun. And I don't want to give anything away because the ending is really cool of that first episode. The next one's about ice cream, and I just haven't got around to it. It's definitely a documentary-style thing. Right, right. So i got to be kind of bored to be watching it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, and then, yes, Mandalorian. We all watched the last two episodes that came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the Western that I wanted Solo to be. Yeah. But I still hold to Solo could have been what Mandalorian is, and Mandalorian still would have worked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I solo, solo could have so been know. a western. Should have been, and now I know that they could have done it right. <laughs> John Favreau should just direct everything, always, except like I. <laughs> I'm finding so much more joy out of watching, just out like again. There's only two episodes out at this point when we're recording, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've already found so much more joy from that than I have from any of the mainline Star Wars movies. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because it's like, it, it reminds me of when I watch Rogue One, right? And and I really like Rogue One. Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of the same thing where it's like, spinoff, you don't know any of the characters, none of the characters are really connected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a love letter so far yeah. to the Star Wars series. Like, you're seeing little um, puppets. Yeah. They're using, and there's like, like practical... all these weird uh, references that I don't even catch most of them i caught you know life day that's from the christmas special um which is oh, just ridiculous I didn't like even I, think i'm about watching that. yeah i'm watching this with a huge star wars fan who always points out like oh this is from this yeah um, that could be fun which is crazy so it's just weird i mean man i'm upset with disney milking the star wars cow to death but maybe I'm realizing that I just don't like mainline Star Wars movies as much as I do all this other spin-off stuff. I like the yeah. lore stuff. It's just they're I don't like Skywalkers. Sorry. I don't care. It goes about back to them. what we were saying before is like there's a huge universe world that they've yeah. made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it's nice when they play in it and then are just It's really cool too to see, I mean, cause they when Disney got Star Wars, all of the like stuff from Kotor and um there's like some spinoff books and things. All of that lore became non-canon. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's been really interesting. I, I, I don't even know that lore that well. But again, like my friends know that lore really well. Like KOTOR, um, one mm. and two are like some of their favorite games Jedi ever. Jedi Knight series, yeah. Dark Forces so they, stuff like that. It's been cool for them at least, I know, to, to see like the ways that they've sort of, you know, kind of pick and choose what they like Retcon. from that universe. Um, yeah. And stick with it. Like the Mandalorian as very similar to it was before is what they were kind of saying with like their, I guess like philosophy slash religion, their way of life. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's pretty neat. Um, Yeah. Maybe I just don't need to watch another Star Wars movie. Maybe I just need to watch shows and that'll make me happy. Also fall in order. It's been, I, and I know you talked about that before LJ, I didn't play it, but I've been watching my friend play it too. And that's also giving me some joy. Um, Cool. I love that game so much. Mm hmm. And the huge reveal was a very shocking reveal. Yes. We're not going to talk about it. Well. Yeah, we can keep it, let's keep it vague. Okay. Yeah. Because honestly, uh, I think our 
I think through the month we did a spoiler ban in our community group for that. Because mm-hmm. we've had big problems in the past with Star Wars spoilers. Yeah. And so I'm kind of, at first I was kind of like, is that really going to be necessary? But then after that, I'm like, okay, I'm glad we did. Yeah. Because now the memes are all over the internet. I love the memes. They're, yeah, the memes have been great. They're great, yeah. Yeah. I just love it. I love yeah. it. it. Big reveal. Super, me. super cool. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. Uh, lots of theories being rolled around. It's just around. so, so not what I expected the direction Mandalorian was going to go in, but I'm so yeah, on board. Yeah, that's you. It's, it's very much like this guy, this person who is very good at his job and he knows what he's doing and then he's faced with something that seems like he's never really dealt with before and now he's going to have to be like, okay, how do I do this with my job mm-hmm. and stuff? So yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah, kind of a spoken We're seeing some recurring things. Do we know that, what planet, do we know what planet he's on? Is he on Tatooine? I don't know. See, I that's one thing I kind of haven't really like thought about. I mean, because I don't see my problem is I don't remember the Jawas being on another planet. I think so. He's got to be on Tatooine. Yeah, there's Jawas. Yeah. Spoiler. Hey, Houdini yeah. means wow in their language. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they tend to say Houdini. They're saying wow. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> we were all just really yeah. curious, so that's why we looked yeah. it up. I actually, that sound, I remember that more from a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Really? Than Super I Star Wars? From the movie. Because in the Super Nintendo game, it was like kind of chip toony. Yeah. But they would do that all the time. I think anytime you shot them, they would apparently go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what's also, what was interesting about that is... Um, because there, there's like a small group of us watching my fiance he's like he was disturbed because the jawas had red eyes but we're all like wait they've always had red eyes haven't they yeah and we go back and we watch a scene from the you know episode four right. and there's two it's like right when they're going into the club there's jawas outside who have red eyes and then there's jawas inside that have yellow eyes huh, huh. and maybe i didn't see that correctly but they definitely were a little bit different and it was like wait what? They all had red eyes in this. Is it a Mandela effect that we always thought they had red eyes? I don't know. I don't know what yeah, it's about. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, we did get a question about this. If you want to ask us questions, you can go to our Discord uh, and ask in the GUG Cast Questions channel. Uh, if you don't have access to our Discord, tweet at me. You can also, since you're on Twitter anyways, use the hashtag GUG Cast and ask your question there. Uh, we do check it. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's yeah. no questions being hidden away. Uh, Lessie, for short, asks, what is the thing on Disney Plus that is throat-punching your nostalgia the most? And for mm-hmm. me, just because I haven't gotten super into things, it's just Sweet Life and Zack and Cody, because I haven't watched a ton. Um, yeah, I haven't actually watched a ton either. I did choose to watch Aristocats because I thought it would take up my nostalgia. I thought I would remember some things, and I'm remembering barely anything. But it's still been, <laughs> like, it's been so long since I've seen it, so it's good to right. watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Just, like, kind of scrolling through the options they have, like, Kim Possible and That's a Raven. I'm like, oh, yeah. shoot. If I start watching those, I'm done for. You're going into a deep hole. <laughs> I <Yeah>. would, and <laughs> I I would be scared to let myself fall. But there's, there are a lot of things that remind me very much of my childhood. Yeah. For me, uh, I, th- I think what I said before is definitely Gargoyles. There are certain other shows on there that I really do want to watch, like... Like Darkwing Duck, uh, some of those like old school like Disney cartoons I really want to watch. 
the Disney Channel stuff, I do have nostalgia for, like some of those movies. But I kind of, as a kid, I watched those knowing they were bad. And so I feel like as an adult, like, <laughs> I don't want to ruin the nostalgia of those shows, I guess. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if I watch them, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, these are really bad. <laughs> but, yeah, the Gargoyles for me, for sure. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, from there, we'll get into your regular, regularly scheduled podcast. What video games have you guys been playing? Let's just start with Fallen Order. Okay. okay. <laughs> since since we're on sense. that train. Yeah. Yeah, so Fallen Order is this crazy mix of... It does a lot of things that other games have already done. Mm-hmm. So there's platforming that's comparable to Tomb Raider, like the new Tomb Raider games and Uncharted. Um, but the Both combat, highly rated. huh? Both highly rated. Yes, yes. And so uh, there's a lot of notes that are taken for, in the combat from games like Dark Souls and Sekiro. Sekiro specifically because there's actually a parry system. Uh, in, is it as hard as Dark Souls? Um, it's got difficulty levels. So there's like a story okay. mode. There's like a Padawan uh, difficulty. Or, so story mode is like the easiest difficulty. There's Padawan, there's Jedi Master, and then there's Grandmaster. I don't like that they're insulting me for not being good at this game. They aren't insulting you. They just call it story mode. Well, if it was I, insulting I like... you, it'd say easy or easy peasy mode. So I like that they <laughs> call did... Call me a Padawan. Yeah. So I like that they did add those because... Normally, somebody like me, you know, I I have a love hate relationship with the Souls kind of subgenre. Which, um, so at first I was like, you know, do I play it that way? And I decided, yes, I did. So I put it on Jedi Master, which okay. um, it's not the highest difficulty, but it uh, I think it the difficulties relate to aggression, like enemy aggression, uh, parry time, which has like the time you have to like do uh, to do a successful parry um and then there's something else i forget exactly what i think maybe like damage they do or something like that um so that's that's the difficulty i did with jedi master uh you get a couple different force powers push pull um the slow which they're i think you can all use them like in puzzles because that's how mm-hmm. you get them there's a lot of puzzles involved with, which is again calls back to like tomb raider and uncharted Um, but then they got the force slow, the like slow power, which is cool because you can slow enemies down and get a few hits on them if you need an opening kind of a deal. Um, there's still like the aggression, like the aggressive attacks where like your enemies will light up and you know, like, okay, I cannot block that attack. I better dodge. Um, there's also meditation points like the souls series where, you know, you go and rest you get your stim packs back, which is basically like the Estus flasks in the Soul series. Like you have a limited amount of them. There's ways to get more. You can upgrade your jet, your Jedi character, whose name is Cal Kestis. He's this character who went into hiding uh, when Order sixty six okay. happened. Um, so he kind of like the, I guess the idea is that he's blocked himself off to the fo- uh, from the Force a lot. He's had to hide it so much that he has to remember these things that he could do before. Um, Okay, which is cool. which they, they that's the explanation for why you can't do a lot of this stuff when a game starts um but it's really cool it connects so much to to rebels mm-hmm. uh, which which i like uh which rebels also retcons uh the force unleashed game that came out years ago because uh... the whole I, yeah the whole idea of that game was that if you chose the good ending which was the main the main plot is that 
um, Starkiller was kind of the inspiration for the Rebels in Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Rebels kind of retconned all that. And so th- without saying too much, I've, I know for sure that Jedi Fallen Order, the things you do in that game are going to directly lead into Rebels. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And so the uh, the bat the villains are the in- the Inquisitors, which are the group of this like group that was sent out to kind of find the Jedi that were left over that were still around right. and basically hunt them down. And so that's kind of who who the opposing force is in Jedi Fallen Order. Um, but it's really cool. good. I'm liking it. It there it does get framey once in a while, like frame rate issues. I'm told that. From what I've heard, it sounds like it runs better on PS4 than it does Xbox. Oh, yeah. yeah when I when I my friend who's been playing it, he's on PS4, so that's okay. sort of what I've been seeing. Yeah. yeah. It's is, challenging though. So cute. Oh yeah, BD One is awesome. There's li- literally a button because like he can help you like open certain doors and do certain things like throughout the world, and so right. when you're not doing that stuff, you can push a button that's just labeled as BD One, and you can like check on him. And then he'll he'll be like he'll be like hey B he'll be like hey BD one and then BD one will be like beep boop boop beep boop and then he's like uh, he'll so be like, cute yeah and, and then he's like he's like I'm just checking on you you know like it's cool he is it is That's we awesome. joke about him being Wally but it's the Wally's he's pretty voice much actor Wally. like it's the same voice actor so it really is? they're the same I didn't like, know that That's yeah awesome. it's kind of crazy That's adorable yeah um it's just it's very cute yeah like, and then there's there's also a button where you can literally just turn your lightsaber on and off as, as you wish. <laughs> um, you, there is, so what's weird, uh, last thing is, uh, a lot of the stuff you collect in the game is cosmetics, which is, okay. which is scary because it's like, if EA wanted to, it's respawn. So, but they let respawn do whatever they want. If EA wanted to, they could literally like add like purchasable cosmetics because you, you find different, colored outfits like for your like poncho that he has uh you... i wouldn't want to pay for a single player yeah well that's though. that's yeah. what's scary though is like man if ea wanted to milk this they could but they're not uh which good here's which is... what is cool though yeah um so part of the cosme- cosmetics is you can customize your lightsaber yes you can all of those options i was told from my friend who's very obsessed with star wars so i believe him but if he's wrong call yes. me out it's fine um, I but I was do, told yeah. that you can like all those options for building your lightsaber in the game are actual object, um, actual options for building your own lightsaber at that um, what's the the that Star, Star Wars. Wars uh theme park? Yes, that's cool. Yeah. So you can make your Star Wars thing in the game, yes. your lightsaber, and then go. And you could just have yes, a because there's different parts. There's like the sleeve then there's like the switch part of it and they're based they're all based off of actual lightsabers from like the movies mm-hmm. and like rebels mm-hmm. i think because uh, there's like one of the titles of the lightsabers is like a direct reference to the rebels i noticed um that's cool but yeah and so you can actually customize like the material color and everything too so it's like it's also weird because it's like you don't see you don't really see your lightsaber like that often but it's still fun to do so. yeah yeah one of my friends yeah, compared it to um yeah make customizing your gun in red dead yes pretty much because yeah. you yeah. hardly ever see your gun anyway in red dead so but the fact is mm-hmm. you can literally build your own lightsaber yeah. and have it match which is crazy but at di- very at the disney smart park. um yeah good marketing yeah good marketing. so that's uh that's about all i gotta say about fallen order i have spoken i have spoken <laughs>
<laughs> you been playing anything, Shelly? Uh, I picked up three houses again. Um, I downloaded the DLC. Just kind of want to check it out for myself. So, you can't pet the pets. Uh, like the cats and dogs. I knew you could give them gifts, gifts like uh, fish and meat and stuff. And I thought that you wouldn't get anything from that. But after playing, I realized you can get, um, you have the potential to get gifts from the animals if you feed them enough. Oh, cool. Uh, you can okay. basically give them food until Sweet. they're full. or um, And if they get full, then you have to move on to another animal. But eventually they'll be like, oh, there's something in his mouth. And then they give you like something you can use for things, which is pretty cool. Um, so there is a actual point in giving all these animals food. Um, That's so cool, because that... I remember you were concerned about that, like, whether yeah, it actually did like, anything. is it actually going to do anything, or am I just losing a bunch of resources? Um, I tried out the sauna mechanic, so that's a new one, um, also huh. the DLC. And what's cool about that is that um, if you do it correctly, if you, you basically, the goal is, like, you, aka Byleth, aka the protagonist, um, you choose yourself and a student or someone else to go with you to the sauna, um, and there's other people there, but also it's still kind of weird. It's like, you're chilling in the sauna with one of your students. Well, I guess it's all three houses is you're having yeah. romantic relationships with them. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but if you do it right, <laughs> basically your goal is to be super refreshed. And if you end up with both you and your student being super refreshed, not only do you gain support points with both of you, cool. um, yeah. you actually make it for the entire rest of the month. Um, all your skills, like you get more experience for them. So say nice. like I had Claude with me cause I'm playing golden deer. And so Claude was very refreshed. And when I tried to teach him both skills, he got an extra like 10 points or something on all of and the skills that I selected for him because he was very refreshed. So it actually has, um, very good implications. You could make your students and yourself, uh, learn skills a lot faster. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then Anna's recruitable, so I recruited her, but she doesn't have any support conversations at all. So what's oh. the point? <laughs> She's just an extra unit that <laughs> you can That seems like an oversight. Yeah. Um, and there's some other DLC stuff, but I think it affects mostly other uh, routes. I think there's someone you can recruit in Black Eagles, but I'm not playing that route. But um, mm. anyway, yeah, it's just super cool that they continue to put out DLC and Eventually, they'll probably put out some class DLC or story DLC, but right now it's still... It's slowly more every time. First, it was just cosmetics. Oh, they also added more outfits. Like, you can have a maid outfit or a butler outfit because it's Fire Emblem. And I think that's important. <laughs> so, cool. But yeah, that's, uh, that's I, all I've been playing. I've been just playing Red Dead. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun. So, we can get Ooh. into the news. Right on. Alrighty. Uh, so, as a follow-up to what we discussed about Stadia last week, um, it is now launching with 22 games instead of 12. And okay. so, what happened here is that during XO19, Xbox's thing, Xbox sh showed up and they're like, hey, there's going to be 50 games on Project X Cloud. And so, Google went, oh crap, we got to add more. <laughs> uh, yeah, so xCloud is their answer to uh, Stadia. And so I think what we talked about last week is there was some stuff that was going to get added later in the year. Attack on Titan Final Battle 2, um, Farming Simulator 2019, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020. Uh, 
Grid 2019, Metro Exodus, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Um, Borderlands 3, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Xenoverse 2, and Darksiders Genesis are also due before the end of the year. But that list, they just kind of doubled um, because they realized okay. that they needed to... Looks they, cool. They needed to step it up before people decided to skip on it. They should have stuff like Fallen Order on there. Yeah, well, see, that's what uh, I was listening to uh, another podcast, and they're like, yeah, why don't they have a bunch of this new fall premiere stuff? And mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> Fallen Order would actually be a great game for that because you could test the reaction time and the latency and things like that because there's plenty of platforming and combat that involves timing. No, so, right. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It is. Uh, the second piece of news I found to be kind of cool because it also came out of XO19. Uh, Jeff Keighley is the guy that hosts the Game Awards. He confirmed on Twitter that we are going to have two world premiere trailers for gameplay at the Game Awards. And this is Ooh. for Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is really cool because that's due next year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the other one is Gears Tactics. That's that PC. That's the one that's coming to PC and it has like XCOM style gameplay. This is that, okay. that's one of the ones they announced. I think was it last E three? That's when they announced like Gears Five, Gears Pop, and then Gears Tactics. Um, so yeah, those those should be pretty cool. I, as a tactics kind of fan of like that type of gameplay, I'm curious to see what Gears does. Yeah. Uh, and then so some huge news that broke today, like literally an hour or two before we started recording, is that Half Life Three has been confirmed. Just, kind of. Just kidding. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it is Half Life Three technically. Technically, yeah. Uh, it's called so it's called Half Life Alex, and it's a VR game. And so they should just call it Three. They might as well have. Well, Alex is the name of one of the characters in Half Life Two. Alex mm-hmm. Vance. It would make people so mad. Yeah. So I I haven't looked into it. I think they just revealed the title right now because there's going to be a big reveal on Thursday. Um, so. We're recording this on Monday. This is going up Wednesday. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the big gameplay reveal will uh, will be taking place. And we will know what it is. And uh, that's they're calling it their flagship VR title. Okay. So uh, we'll, we'll see what this is. Um, I, don't, I think some people are kind of like, yeah, whatever. We're kind of too little too late. And then some people are like, wow, it's Valve, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, um, so that's kind of what's going on this week. We're kind of getting slow with news since the holidays are about to be here. Um, right. So the poll list is pretty short. It's uh, Shenmue Three comes out this week. I always think of Shamu. That's like King- that's like Kingdom Hearts like wait times right there. People actually, I don't think people even care about Shenmue anymore. But um, someone does. Somebody does. I I did at one point. Um, <laughs> the next one is Sniper Ghost Warrior Contract. Uh, that's kind of what that game sounds like. Um, and then Munchkin Quacked Quest. And uh, this is is that Munchkin the game? Like yes. And so what? This, oh, I'm in. So it's a it's a local co op dungeon crawler, and it's roguelike. And so it's, oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah, it's like a party game and stuff. But I'm disappointed because we were talking about this on our stream Twitch chat thinking it would be really cool but there's no online co-op it's just local so oh weird that's a bummer speaking of i forgot i did play a board game this week i guess i got to throw that in there sure um 
and it was Boss Monster. Oh, Boss Monster is awesome. I play the PC. I play the PC version, um, but I would love to play that game in real life. Yeah, tons of fun. Uh, we played that actually at Consplosion. Nice. Uh, basically, for those who don't know, it's, you are a boss monster. You start with that card, and then a room, and then you're building a uh, a dungeon yes. for heroes to go through, and you're trying to defeat those heroes. There's like literally uh, trap cards. Yeah, <laughs> whoever's faster, at, like destroying them without getting hurt, um, yeah, to death, then you are, then you win. Yeah, because you have life um, points and stuff. Yeah, so it's. It was a little confusing at first. Mm-hmm. Probably a harder one to explain to people. I mean, not crazy hard, um, but I, it's not Uno by any means. I love that box art too. It's so retro. Yeah, everything is very eight bit, mm-hmm. uh, even on the cards themselves. Yeah, uh, I think very, very on cool. the game, some of that's animated too. Like you'll see the hero characters try to go across like the hall, and kind of uh-huh. deal with whatever your card does. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, all the heroes are like you have a thief, and I don't know all of them. A they're fighter. like classic like D and D like archetypes. Maybe a cleric and a mage. I think so. That might be what it is. Yeah, that's a fun game uh, though. Yeah, very cool. Only like fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's pretty inexpensive. Online. So yeah, an affordable game. I was thinking, uh, just as much fun as I was having. I was thinking it was like a, probably a thirty or forty dollar game. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, sweet. We'll get into movies then. We talked about all the movies that we've watched. Yeah. So. Movie news. It's probably a good thing. So you've got more than the normal three yeah. stories. You have we four got today. Some movie news. So. That's my fault, not hers. It's not all <laughs> Disney. We actually only have one Disney news. So woohoo for that. Nice. Um, it's not Disney Plus it's news. Not it's not actually Disney just podcast. Disney. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Just wait till we get to TV. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so. I guess we could talk about... We'll just get the Zuzi one out of the way. Um, so Marvel's got more movies um, announced. I mean, I don't want to say announced because it makes it sound like they have the titles. We don't know which ones are going to be. We just know that there's five more movies um, that are, yeah. I guess, in the running. They they know when... They have like different release times um, mm-hmm. that they're set. And it's like four movies a year or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Four movies a year it was. Yeah, so... That's a lot, too. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot. Probably looking at Blade and mm-hmm. Black Panther 2 Blade being and Black Panther. I think the, like, July or 2022 right? is probably going to be Ant-Man 3 because they just, you know, confirmed Ant-Man 3. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. seems like probably the most likely thing. Um, but there's and also... I don't know if Guardians has been given a release date yet. Right. I don't think, yeah. Yeah, so maybe Guardians, maybe... Even, people are Eternals? Thinking, like, maybe even, like... Fantastic Four because they can do that now. Um, That'd be cool, and I think they did tease something about that. Yeah, they. During... I think they said that was even further off in the future, though. Right. Yeah, which makes sense. But and there's also Captain Marvel too. Like, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of different things, and um, Doctor Strange too has to be one of those for sure. For sure, they have big plans for that movie already. I know. I think Doctor Strange two has been announced. Oh like yeah, that's wise. got an official date probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't remember at the top of my head, but just know that the Marvel train's never gonna stop. Um, it's still going, even though Endgame already happened, and with all the weird stuff with Spider-Man, we don't know what's happening there. But we just know that there's still gonna be Marvel stuff anyway. So yeah, exciting times. That is that. Yeah. So <laughs> back to non-Disney stuff. Nicholas Cage. He's getting his own movie, and by his own movie, <laughs> I mean 
it's a, it's like a fictional biopic where he's playing himself. Um, it's going to be called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. So you know, <laughs> it's going to be a doozy. Real humble. <laughs> so it doesn't, I don't know if it's going to be a comedy, but sounds like it's got to be, right? Like, it's going to be weird to get so serious that it's funny. I, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. So it's, it's basically going to be about his life, but not like absolutely seriously about his life and, and the actual details there's um he's gonna be like talking to himself in the 90s and i think so talking weird. about trying to reconnect with his daughter and trying to get into a tarantino movie something like that i i yeah i think his daughter is kidnapped if i read right <laughs> from some kind of james bond villain it's weird um weird in this meta real life of his, it's like an alternate universe of Nicholas the Cage. There's gonna be so many memes that come out of that movie. Totally, like he's owning it, it dude. Like he, he knows where, um, he is on the internet, how he is on the internet, and he's just going with yep. it. And I think that's really cool. I think this is a really smart move, and I'm excited to see trailers whenever that. Happens, I will watch it. I think I love how that headline is like Nicholas Cage to star in like a, a movie as himself that's about himself or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just <laughs> it's just Nicholas Cage. If you like him, if you like the memes, um you're probably going to like this. I bet you will. I know I would. You like National Treasure. Th- that yeah. better be full of references. It's going to have to I'm sure. honestly. It's got to be. It's got to just be all of his good. It's going to be so good. So <laughs> I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um so there's that. Uh, and now sort of switching to DC away from Marvel. So Zack Snyder and a lot of the other Justice League members have made this uh, hashtag trending on Twitter. Uh, release the Snyder Cut. I believe that's what it, it's. Yes. Uh, yeah, release yeah. the Snyder Cut. It's getting serious. Um, and basically they've even been putting out kind of like little pictures and little snippets of things from snyder's version of the movie yeah like the original concept art and yes. like storyboards and, and stuff, stuff like that which is kind of crazy i don't know really know what prompted that to happen now um but it's not simply just releasing the cut the version what he already has it's actually finishing um and continuing wow. to create a complete movie which would be really interesting. Cause... That I'm for. Because before I was like, I don't want to watch a half-baked movie. Right. So yeah. would they have to do... They would have to do the whole thing over again from the ground up. Well, hopefully they have... They probably have backups of it. Yeah, but also, like... What about Ben Affleck, though? Is he on board with this? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, all the main... <laughs> so he just weird. tweeted. Pretty much all the main actors and yeah. actresses are down they're all like release the snare cut which is yeah again i don't wow. really know what prompted it it probably was a conspiracy or some crap like that you gotta think they'd probably make money off of the new movie they sure would people yeah. would pay to see that people because like, yeah. people like the idea of justice league justice league is yeah. not a bad idea it's a good thing it's just the movie itself it got is poorly not executed um yeah. and so if there's a chance to redeem it then i think people really want that it's sort of like sonic right like a lot of people thought, cut. like, a song the Hedgehog movie would be a good idea for whatever reason. And so they thought, let's give it a chance by screaming out at the animators to make it better. And now we got a new trailer of a movie that looks way better, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that Joss Whedon's a bad director. It's that he was, he's he, a very different director. He had to pick Snyder. up the pieces and kind of ended up actually going in his own direction. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, he's trying to make his own movie out of something absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. a very different tone. It reminds me of, like, M. Night Shyamalan, right? Like, he's an amazing <laughs> director. He does some really great stuff. But he and Avatar don't mix. Yep. They just don't. Yeah. And 
and they try to make it make sense. It just isn't. So I I just sort of see that scenario here. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, so I hope they do it. I'll watch it. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. I wonder how if it would be re-released in the theaters, if it would have an entire like marketing scheme again. Like that'd be really interesting to see how far it would go if that happens. See the movie as it was originally imagined. People would people eat it up. That's true. Mm -hmm. People would. Yeah. And finally, it's not, I guess, a full movie. I don't even think it's coming to theaters. It's definitely just going straight to TV. Um Straight to Netflix, probably. Straight to something. NBC. NBC, that's right. Oh, weird. So, how to yeah. turn your dragons doing a Christmas special, which of course they are because it's DreamWorks. So, I'm like a little bit <laughs> cool. upset, but... Um, but it's not called Christmas. They have... It's a weird No, name. it's called How to Train Your Dragon Homecoming. So, they're definitely not... They're, not, they're, they're probably about how like a pageant, but Is Michael Keaton in it? Not talking about like Christmas. Um, <laughs> it's like Snoofle Flints. Like, I don't remember what they called it, but it was something ridiculous like Yeah, that. I don't quite Some remember. holiday. It's like, like a weird Viking up. thing. They all have weird Snoofle names. Flint you know, his name's Hiccup, Festival. if we're crying out loud. Um, <laughs> so it's... <laughs> and, and basically, I mean, I don't really know if it's considered... No, it's not considered spoilers, I don't think. Basically, Hiccup and Asteroid, right? They they have kids, right? And <gasps> and Sorry. The movie's been out forever. Well, they kind of allude to that from the first movie that they're going to be. That they're going to be a thing. Yeah, that's going to be an item. So it's about their. Wait, how are kids made? Oh, shoot. How do the Vikings do it, dude? Man. I thought they flew by dragon and then were delivered. Well, that can't be the case because um, these. it's about the kids, apparently. Thinking that dragons are evil and are bad, even though, like, so Which basically, they, there's a clip on, I think they released on YouTube, so you can watch it. It's like seven minutes um, about, I think, a lead up to this homecoming, this, this Christmas special, holiday special, I guess I should say. Um, and it's like these kids, they find the old books that Hiccup's dad um, had. <laughs> And they're like, oh, wow, dragons are evil. We need to defend ourselves. And Hiccup and his wife, or his wife, Astrid, whatever, are like, are you, what? What do you mean? I think the part oh, this that... This is spoilery. Yeah. But they met the, they met the dragon. So the very... And it's like, yeah, the very last scene of um, How to Treat Dragon 3 is, is their kids meet these, you know, t- toothless and the huh. dragons. So it makes no sense from that standpoint because it's like, okay, where is this on the timeline? Right? Where's this on the timeline? <laughs> right. That's and awkward, especially for that for that franchise. Also, I, I just find it very hard to believe that if these two parents who absolutely freaking love dragons have a picture of Toothless on their wall, like I noticed that detail, you can't hide that from me, <laughs> um, would definitely raise their kids to be okay with dragons and love dragons, even though, you know, they're not maybe around. Oh, that's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> but Sounds like I need to dragons, watch this movie then. Um, it's free on Hulu. And then all of a sudden, one of their kids finds a book that has all the scary pictures. She's like, oh, you lied about dragons. Why would you lie? They're evil. It's like, I don't know. I would trust my parents raising me with a given idea than just reading one book about, like, that's just wild to me. So I guess yeah, it's going to be this really cute story. I was going to say, there are kids. comparisons I could make with what you just said right there, but I don't want to. It's strange. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they're probably going to end up being like, oh, mom, dad, you're right, or whatever. And again, like, I don't know. They the met them. 
They met. Or we get a fourth movie where one of the children grow up and they're the bad guy. Yep. I don't know. That also, the clip like was very weirdly animated. It was so freaking rushed, and the and like the the their voice acting doesn't match the animation. Very strange. That must to be me. what it was bothering me. I was like Hiccup. I just thought it was because Hiccup has a beard now. No, they legitimately like were making weird. certain fa- like st- facial uh, like expressions or stuff with their like mouth movements that wasn't matching the voice acting. It's very strange to me. Sounds um, like there was a hiccup in. There was a hiccup. There was a big freaking hiccup. If you want to watch it, it's free on YouTube. That <laughs> just that clip to introduce it. But it's I think on NBC it's going to come out to that sometime in December. I'm pretty sure they should change it to How to Train Your Animators. Please, it's Ouch. the animation's <laughs> always gorgeous during the movies. It's just like, and I know that there's shows on Netflix. I've never seen them, so I'm like, maybe this is the same type of animation, because that's too bad. Animators work very hard. I respect it. And yes, it they is do. The budget and the higher ups that made this movie bad. Yes, if it's, I bad. believe that. <laughs> that was that was for the sake of of the pun. I appreciate sake animation. Of the humor. <laughs> That's all the movie I news. was like, hold up. Yeah, that's all the movie People are like, Geeks of the Grace doesn't understand animators. Oh, I, no. They don't appreciate no, true artists. No, animators are great. I'm um, almost 30 years old just, and I'm still watching I was just okay, thrown off animation. because the animation style is one, is is very high, like so, like quality yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Quality right. is very they high. They probably had movies. a few months to do this. Exactly. About yeah. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. This July, somebody at the higher ups is like, you know what we need? Christmas special. How to your dragon? We need a Get holiday special. Yeah, we need them I, with the I kids bet that movie did because really kids well, are cute, so like... and and we need merchandise, and we need those <laughs> plushies to sell like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. You know, little dragon babies, little spotted dragon babies are going to be everywhere, in Target, in Walmart, <laughs> for the holiday seasons. In hot topics. Yeah. yeah. Probably already in hot topics. <laughs> yeah that's all i have to say I- i've said too much about something that doesn't even matter no it's funny <laughs> we'll get into tv right i did want to talk about uh tv a little bit um before we're getting into the actual news i think i'm trying to make sure i should have checked this before uh beforehand but i think that we just watched the mid-season finale we did finale previewed a day ago Oh, no, there's one more. Okay, so I watched the penultimate, and it was very meh. And I was real sad because I've been hyping up this show all season. Uh, and then this last one, the ending was super confusing to me. Maybe I just need to rewatch it and kind of figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I knew what was going on, and then they were like, huge reveal. And I was like, I don't understand how that reveal even works in with what else was going on um so i wanted to bring that up because i was bummed it's weird um and kind of a slow i don't know the episode beforehand was amazing it's one of my favorite episodes that they've done so far and then there was this thing that was like so so they just totally dropped the ball then yeah they like had this really good thing going and they're like meh we'll just do this now but maybe it's because the last episode was so big. I am really excited about um, how they're going to... What they're alluding to as being the way that they'll defeat the Whisperers. Uh, and that's kind of mentioned in this. And if my if my ideas of how Negan is going to interact with the You can defeat story, the Whisperers by just talking over them. <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> 
Uh, although that would be really interesting to just make them raise their voice, how that would work with their, <laughs> their whole belief system. Um, my thoughts on where I think Negan is going in this story, uh, if that's true, I'm really excited about how that plays out with uh, the way that they plan to defeat the Whisperers. But huh. I could be wrong uh, in that direction that they take Negan. I don't know. It's crazy that Negan is my favorite character, but he definitely is, uh, even though we hated him so much the first time that we were introduced to him. They've really turned him around in a cool way. Hmm. Yeah. One that I didn't think was possible. I was like, he's done way too many terrible things for me to like this guy. Do not let me like this yeah. guy. There's a, there's a biblical lesson to learn there. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's great we get into the tv news i just wanted to rant on that a little bit real bummed about this last episode that's cool that since it is penultimate i would say wait until next week watch both of them at the same time and hopefully the finale mid-season finale is better uh but oh. yeah lj had mentioned that he doesn't need to buy the star wars movies anymore because they're already on disney plus I don't know specifically for the Star Wars movies, but Disney Plus does have does have expiration dates mm-hmm. on some of their shows, and we don't know how reliable this is, yeah. because Aladdin's expiration date is the year three thousand and one. Oh, <laughs> wow! Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's kind of strange. But uh, a good example is Princess and the Frog has an expiration date of November twenty fifth. This is a movie that I haven't seen before. I've been really wanting to. Oh, it's a great movie! Um, I love that movie. Good. I'm excited to watch it. Please I guess I'm going to watch it sooner yeah. rather it's, than it's later. Pretty though, good. Because it is expiring. And it's so weird how recent that movie is for like just a regular like 2D animated one. Yeah. It's probably the last one to do that for the Disney princesses. I yes, it, think it, is. it was. Yeah. Man. Um, so kind of be aware of that while you're watching these Disney Plus things. Uh, it's like there the. Was... Uh, it's like the. Um, what? The vaults, right? They took all these movies out of the vault. Do you remember those advertisements, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, we're taking this movie out of the vault and we're releasing it yes. on, D- on DVD again. And so they Buy took it before them... it goes back in the vault. Yeah, exactly. Like, And you're always like, oh, shoot, we're never going to watch Your this movie again unless nothing. we buy it now. Um, so it's like yeah. they put all these movies out of the vault for Disney+, Plus, but now they're like threatening to put it back. It's weird. It's weird it's to me. It's definitely strange. I figured they were revealing all this stuff that we would be able to just watch it from now on. Like, it would just be there. Mm-hmm. And so it's weird to me that they would put anything away because I feel like, especially with something like Prince of the Frog, they have those rights for that. Like, I don't think they need to be paying anybody to keep that right. airing on Disney+. Plus. Hmm. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's strange. And if, and if they do have to pay, they might as well just pay because they have the money and they're getting the money for it. Um, so did you guys hmm. notice that there's not a lot of live action like Disney stuff on there? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I know Netflix has some of those, but I just, I kind of noticed that. I'm like, that's kind of weird. It's very animated. I think as we get more originals, that'll kind of change. A lot of the originals, I think, are going towards the live action. Uh, we didn't even talk about Lady and the Tramp. I don't think anyone's watched it. Yeah, my mom oh, has gosh. watched it, and she loves it, but I, I do really? need to watch it. Okay. I, I mean, I've heard I hear things, it's okay. I've heard real bad things. Yeah. I, I joked about watching it with uh, my fiance, and he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> we vowed we vowed to each other to never watch another live action um disney remake and that counts okay so we were like no we can't yeah. do it i watched treasure planet i forgot <gasps> i watched that's wait, all i watched um yeah. treasure planet was really good i watched atlantis 
I was gonna say Atlantis is on there too. Yikes! I didn't watch. Why, why did I? But I didn't watch it on. It was before Disney Plus. I just don't know why. Um, that was, it was like I think it was actually last week. Uh, I watched it on okay. VHS, but I did nice. watch. Wow! That. I watched Treasure Planet because VHS, um, wow. I really like that movie, and I saw that it was on there. That was the first thing that I watched. That was day one, because I couldn't watch Mandalorian right away. I had to wait for my wife mm. to get home. Yep. That's why it's been so long. Um, okay. Back to it, though. Expiration dates. Kind of keep a lookout for uh, your titles that you may think are going to last there forever because they might not. Bob Iger also said that once you've downloaded it, you'd be able to keep it. And then that was backtracked. So no confirmation of whether or not. You're yeah, because it's, it's kind of the thing that Netflix and Amazon do where you can download it, but you still have to play it through the app. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then... Going on, this is all Disney stuff. Um, Marvel's Runaway has been canceled. That is a Hulu show. Yes. Uh, they have just announced, the, uh, they've given the trailer for season three of Hulu's Marvel's Runaway. Uh, this is really weird, though, situation-wise, because it's being canceled. It's going to have its third season, but it's also, the first season is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And so I'm almost wondering if Disney+, Plus will pick it back up. Or yeah, because it, kind of... it sounds like it's been largely a successful show for them compared to other yeah i could see disney plus picking it up but that would be really cool if it connects closer to Mm -hmm. the marvel movies and stuff or at least the other disney plus shows yeah um i I don't know i haven't watched it it's one of the two shows that from the disney from the marvel universe that i haven't watched Uh, the other one being cloak and dagger Uh, but i found it really weird that it was on disney plus we'll see if anything happens with that maybe this third season will kind of close it up and Disney Plus just wants that to be a part of their Marvel ecosystem still um, as a loosely connected thing. Uh, they've been talking, we've said before, about Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Once all of the licensing's up, maybe we're bringing them back. Yeah. Um, so maybe we will have some of the stuff that's not directly connected. Right. Um, and then, uh, this is technically Disney Plus as well, in my mind, uh, Netflix has made a deal with Nickelodeon to bring on a bunch of their shows, and they're going to team up on... Um, one example that's already been announced is a Squidward spinoff, which I think is great. Yeah. It sounds awesome. I'm not much of a SpongeBob that, fan. That's another like meme-worthy premise. I love SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so I don't good. know if I'm okay. I, I don't know if they have... I, I read somewhere. This is freaking on reddit so it's probably not even accurate but i read that they didn't have the original creator's permission to create a squidward oh. spinoff so uh well, that could be interesting then. but i also really like spongebob they there's a trailer yeah. for a new spongebob movie i guess i didn't really talk about it which is fine i like the animation um, oh, yeah. of that movie that one i'm very excited about uh anyway then again new spongebob yeah, kind of is not good me. old spongebob's good so um i'm just hoping that this kind of pans out to be a Nickelodeon Plus <laughs> yeah. on Netflix. Because yeah. I'm already paying for Netflix. They've been and good then stuff I can watch there. Drake and Josh. They've, yeah, I would love Drake to watch Drake and Josh. Josh. They already have Victorious on there. Like, so, and they're, they're the same breakers, right? Like They're the same people who did Drake and Josh. Um, Netflix. So. They already talked a long time ago about having live-action Avatar show, right? Like, yeah, that was a, that's mm-hmm. in the works. A while ago, so they can... And they have Rocco and Invader Zim movies on there already that are totally new. Mm-hmm. Right, like that could. So this might be something that's already slowly been in the works. Now it's finally. It's like that would be the one thing to save Netflix from the Disney Plus menace. Is, is Netflix is like, yo, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's like, I got you, fam. 
Yeah. Well, you got to think about it. Nickel- Netflix needs to do something to kind of compete with uh, Disney. Right. Yeah. And then Nickelodeon does as well, but there's no way that Nickelodeon could afford. Yeah. So it's like they have a common thing. enemy there. They yeah. both start with N. So. Yep. I really like the idea. I think it'd be really cool. Uh, and Netflix is making enough stuff that as long as Nickelodeon's okay with yeah. rated M for mature shows being included in their in their rosters, um, it could be really cool to have that huge new library on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully yeah. that's what happens. For sure. All we know right now is that they're working on new shows together. Totally. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the TV news. Cool. Anyone geeking out about anything else this week? I don't think so. Okay. No. Uh, I, I do have a, f- a few things. There was one that I, I'm going to mention real quick because I, f- I forgot to put it on there, but I finished Words of Radiance finally. Yes. Nice. That's Oath probably Bringer. one of my favorite books of all time. Like just, oh man, just that the roller coaster that book took me down. It's just it was amazing. an amazing story. And it paid stories. off in every way I wanted and then some. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's kind of the quick thing. I know we have a... Joe has a book update every now and then with Brandon Sanderson stuff, so I'm going to keep that alive. <laughs> um, Very cool. The big thing I did want to talk about is that, um, so Brian Altano of IGN, uh, he produces music on the side, instrumental hip-hop music. And so yeah. on Twitter, he put out a call like a couple weeks ago saying like, hey, I got this new project. It's a it's an album of remixes from evangelion from neon genesis the anime ah and so i was like oh that's cool but uh part of his tweet was like hey you know if you know if you're a blogger if you have a social media platform if you you know if whatever you do you know hit me up and you know i'll send you a copy and so i replied to his tweet and was like hey man like huge fan geeks under grace yada yada all that stuff the whole usual like pr spiel and so he actually sent me a copy sunday morning that's super cool and Sunday morning, I'm like, yeah, I know how it is, because doing stuff, especially like this on the side, like you're putting in work on the weekends. So it's really good. I've been listening to it. There's no embargo on it. It does come out this Friday on like all major platforms. And it, it remixes uh, a lot of tracks from the show. And cool thing is Netflix just put out the show recently. Right. Um, so there's uh, one of the biggest tracks, I believe, is Fly Me to the Moon. That one's on there. Uh, like, see, I haven't watched Evangelion in a little bit, so it's been kind of cool to, like, go back to this music, too, because I'm also listening to some of those tracks along with his to see, you know, what he did to him and kind of the spin uh, that he put on them. Cruel Angel's Thesis is, is the other big one. Um, I have to check which of those. I think Fly Me to the Moon is, like, the outro or... I mean, I sound like a terrible fan right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I just had to remember because... Uh, I've been just kind of listening to it on repeat, but uh, there's a track on there called Nerve, which is this. It's, it has the same name on the original Evangelion track. And uh, the way he has the drums mixed into that one with this old school, like, 80s anime, like, danger, like, music. Like, it seems like it was from, like, a like a battle or some, like, point of action in the show. That one's my favorite one. It's, it's really good. It's only 21 minutes long, the album. Uh, and there's, like... There's like seven or so songs on there. It's super good, though. Uh, I'm also a fan of his other work. He has an album called Misanthrope that's really good. It's like this dark, heavy, like, instrumental hip-hop. It's pretty sweet. Uh, He has a bunch of singles from a podcast he did with 
Max Scoville called Weird Heat. And so it's just a bunch of singles that he did in relation to every episode they did. So it's it's pretty good. I'm liking it. And uh, I will write a full review on the website. And I am going to watch some of Anglion episodes just to kind of get a feel and see where some of these tracks were used in the show. Because it's been years since I watched it. And so this is all a great opportunity for me to watch the show as well. Cool. Take a break from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's all I got. Sweet. And LJ, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LJ. You can find me on Instagram at LJ, And you can also find me streaming again at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Fridays. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace Tuesday nights playing Shadow of War. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Cody Armour. Instagram. Let's go Instagram. Same place. Same thing. Name. Uh, keep gaming. Keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. May the force be with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.